0: Okay, we are beginning now the third section of Tanya, the letter of repentance, which is parallel to the third section of Shulchan Aruch, the code of Jewish law. As the previous Lubavitcher have explained, that there are four parts of Tanya corresponding to the four sections of Shulchan Aruch. And the current Lubavitcher have explained that the third section of Tanya, the letter of repentance we're about to learn, corresponds to the section of the Code of Jewish Law, which deals primarily with codifying women's issues. So what's the connection between repentance and women's issues? Our relationship to God is like a marriage. And sometimes the marriage gets estranged. Sometimes people sin and they drift apart from God. But there's enormous gift and the gift is called repentance. And the repentance could be considered like Affecting the remarriage after the divorce. So, through the sincere repentance, we come close to God again, even closer than we were initially in our relationship with Him. Now, the, this section of Tanya, this third section, has 12 chapters, which is divided into three equal sections. The first third is analyzing repentance according to the revealed aspect of law. The second third is through the Kabbalistic esoteric dimension. And the third section is a fusion of the two. We begin in analyzing repentance according to the revealed aspects of Torah by bringing a quote from the Talmud in which we focus on atonement. This is actually a brisa at the end of tractate Yoma. That there are three categories in atonement, and we're beginning our dissertation on repentance by focusing on atonement because that's obviously the ultimate goal. The first category is one violated a positive commandment, one didn't do it. Then repent, and you'll immediately secure atonement. The second category is one violated a prohibition, one did what God said not to do. Repent. your repentance isn't good enough, not strong enough. One also needs the energies of Yom Kippur, and then one will secure atonement. So the question on this is seemingly then, we're implying that the prohibition is more significant than positive acts. Because if I didn't pray today and I repent, immediately I'm forgiven. But if I gossip today and I repent, I still have to wait several months until Yom Kippur to achieve forgiveness, to achieve my atonement. So that implies the prohibition is more significant. But that's actually not true because we see legally in the Talmud, in discussing head-on collisions between a prohibition and a positive act, we always go in favor of the positive act. If the tzitzit has to have an admixture of wool and linen, do it. The tzitzit is a positive act. The admixture of wool and linen is violating a prohibition. But we're told, no, in these cases, You want to do the positive act because every positive act draws down godliness. And the prohibition, the evil that would normally happen, won't happen because God is putting it aside because he wants you to do this positive act. So what do we see from this? We see that a positive act has an energy, has a power that the prohibition doesn't have because every time you do the commandment that God says do, give the charity, pray, study, you're drawing godliness into the world. And that's the point and purpose of our existence. If I refrain from gossip, refrain from stealing, refrain from lying, not per not drawing godliness in. I'm making sure an evil is not brought into the world. Which is also, of course, very important. But most important is drawing godliness in. And that's why the positive act supersedes the prohibition. But then why is repentance easier? in violation of the positive than in violation of the prohibition. Well, that's because of the nature of what's going on here. By the positive, I am supposed to study Torah. I am supposed to give charity. I am supposed to pray. I didn't. So I repent to remove my guilt. And God immediately accepts it. Because that's all of my repentance is accomplishing. What the commandment is supposed to accomplish, drawing down this light. It's not happening by my repentance. And if I wait until Yom Kippur, it still wouldn't happen. So there's no point in waiting. I might as well achieve atonement immediately. But, violation of the prohibition, it's very different. If I did what I shouldn't do, and I gossiped, and I was jealous, and I stole, and I lied, at that point, if I have a complete, absolute repentance, it's considered by God as if I had, in the first place, done this correctly which is a much greater issue of repentance here, and therefore requires much more spiritual energy. And also, in violating a prohibition, an evil is coming into this world. The evil of the jealousy, the evil of the lot. So I need a tremendous energy to cleanse away that evil. So for both of these reasons, my own personal repentance is not enough. I need something more powerful, which means I need the powerful cleansing agents of Yom Kippur. And then, truly, it's as if I never sinned in the first place and the evil is completely eradicated. And that's why it's worth waiting. And that's why only then I receive atonement. But for the positive, the light's not going to come down anyway. So there's no point. jumping poors not helping the process. And then, the Brisa concludes that there's a third category, which is for very, very severe transgressions, whose punishment is excision of the soul, caries, or in the times when this was done, execution. what we had the tribunal Sanhedrin court to cause that execution to happen, which was very rare and has stopped, obviously, for almost 1,900 plus years. But transgressions, which would incur such a punishment? At that point, your repentance is not enough, and your Kippur's energy is not enough. God also need to send suffering to completely cleanse the evil from clinging to your soul meaning only after a person repents with enormous love and desire to come close to God and tremendous pain of what he did wrong all motivated by his love and desire to be close again and goes through a sincere Yom Kippur at that point God says you're so sincerely trying and this is such great evil So I will help you and finish the process by sending you this suffering. And that will scour your soul and remove the evil still clinging because of the act. And those are the three categories of varying levels of atonement.